0: It takes more than great code to be a great engineer. This is episode fifty of the Soft Skills Engineering Podcast. I am your host Jameson Dance. I'm your host Dave Smith. And there are no other. Hosts. There are no
1: more words to say or hosts to announce. Yep.
0: Yeah, we have. Uh, well, we have stuff to announce. Do you want to kick it off, Dave?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, we do not have a sponsor for this episode, and we wanted to let you know that if you would like to sponsor this episode, you can. But also, we're fine not having a sponsor at all. And we think you're probably fine with that too. But I think um, just know that if we take on a sponsor, it's only because it's someone that we really think is super cool and that you would really like. So
0: that's it. There's just no sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Sponsored by the love that Dave and I have for you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We do want to tell you about a podcast that we enjoy, though. Um, This is a podcast called Greater Than Code. They do stories about people behind technology, and they also focus a lot on the human side, kind of like we do, but with a slightly different tack. They, they do stories about diversity, inclusivity, and accessibility from people that you often don't hear from, and you can find it in your favorite podcasting app or greaterthancode.com. Check it out. And then we have a story from a listener, I believe.
1: Yes, this is a good one. Uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked about death marches, and somebody wrote in with this I guess it's kind of a funny story and with a little bit of sadness, but with a happy ending about a death march. A black comedy a story,
0: you might say. A what? A black? You haven't heard black comedy? It's like no, uh, like a dark comedy. I don't, I don't know, like a comedy where bad things happen, <laughs> uh, but they're funny never, bad things.
1: No, I've never heard of that.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> bad things don't happen to Dave, so he's I'm not so, familiar that, with that concept. <laughs> Why would I even laugh at that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so uncultured. Okay, this comes from a listener
1: named Marcos Marcos says, oh guys, I love your show We love you too, Marcos He says, it's my favorite podcast by far Okay, Marcos, you're just You're kissing our butts (laughs) a little too much We're blushing (laughs) Uh, I was laughing hard with your episode About the death march last night while working out I have a good one about a self-inflicted Mini death march During the planning of a task, the boss and another developer Decided they wanted to build something a certain way And I was strongly opposed The solution I proposed was estimated to take about two weeks, but they decided to build it differently. The project went from two weeks to three months. At the end, I had to get involved in the project in order to help the other developer because the deadline was way overdue. The feature was built so badly that there was no way to make it work. I worked lots of hours to help them, and I was so pissed. (laughs) I love that. I was so pissed off that on a Thursday, I decided to destroy the whole feature and rebuild it. i
0: I think i've seen the same scene play out in dragon ball z (laughs) this is like anime software development or something (laughs) just use your rage yeah you got angry enough your power level increased and then yeah (laughs) that's how it goes
1: okay so marcos continues i spent thursday friday Saturday and Sunday, rebuilding it. On the next Monday, the feature was completed and was running 100x faster without errors, and the customer was pleased with the new results. It happened over three years ago, and I've made over a thousand jokes poking the boss and the other developer about it. We are great friends, by the way. I have never stepped over the line making fun of them. Also, I started listening to your podcast in a period of my professional career where I was just promoted to team leader. You guys have helped me so much. Thanks. Each episode gets better than the prior one. Man, marcos so just, far <laughs> you, are, you are overly nice yeah this yeah. is not necessarily monotonically increasing in the better category
0: yeah we'll see
1: and he signs it much love from the dominican republic thanks marcos
0: yeah thank you so much so if you are really confused about what this podcast is actually about we are a QA advice show for developers about non-technical things uh so we have some cues, and we will give some a's right now here's <laughs> here's our first question This is from an anonymous listener. Hello, I am from Brazil, and I was on a quest to find a wombat-friendly workplace. Uh, I hope that that shows up in the new Joel test.
1: (laughs) Is your office wombat friendly?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because my boss is a micromanager, I really, and I really enjoy working remotely. My current job is in an office and the home office is the natural habitat of wombats. (laughs) Um, I am in the job application process with a remote work company, but after listening to soft skills engineering, I decided to talk with my current manager first. After the talk, she gave me a raise and I will now work from home. Ooh, Ooh, it worked out. (laughs) I am unsure if I made the right decision because I will probably pass on the remote work company and they're really cool. Did I make the right decision of not running from my problems at my current company where I've only been for six months? Sincerely, young Wombat.
1: <laughs> if, if you're wondering what the Wombat reference was, you'll have to go back a couple episodes.
0: Yeah. Uh, NPM is a tech company that has a Wombat as their mascot. So maybe they're wow. like a secret sponsor of us or something. <laughs>
1: so secret that they don't actually pay us.
0: Yeah, and they <laughs> probably don't know he exists either.
1: <laughs> okay, so he didn't take the soft skills engineering advice of quitting your job.
0: They took some of the advice, and it led to them getting a raise and working from home, which is great. Yeah. That'll be 10%, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> I Well, first of all, it's unclear to me if they are still interviewing with this remote work job. Mm -hmm. And I would say 100% finish the interview process. Like you you have a legitimate interest in working there. And I don't think it's disingenuous to just complete that. Even if you decide to stay at your current job, because things got better there, it can only give you more information about salary and benefits and what the market is like. And yeah. And, and if they reject you, You don't want to like prematurely rage quit your current job and then find out (laughs) (laughs) you you can't unflip that table. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Thank you.
1: (laughs) So six months feels, feels a little bit rushed to me. What about you?
0: Yeah, it, it definitely could, especially if things are improving. Mm -hmm. If, If it's about the trajectory. Yeah. And I guess it depends on how much experience they have. I mean, they say young Wombat, but <laughs>
1: In wombat maybe Wombat years, years or... <laughs> are different yeah, from human years. That's exactly what I like, am thinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like dog years, but the opposite, where <laughs> they they age slowly. huh?
1: So I, I would say six months, it might be a little bit rushed. If it's like your first real programming job, then six months might not be that long. But even if it's your first job, six months still feels a little bit fast. Uh, especially mm-hmm. since you just got a raise, you got to work remotely, which are the two main reasons you cited, or the one main reason you cited for wanting to go to the other job. It seems like uh, I would I would hang out for a little while. Also, if this other company gives you an offer, you might be able to decline it now and go back to them in six months' time and say, hey, remember that offer? I'm ready to accept it now. Obviously, they won't just say, okay, start tomorrow. But you could, you could reopen that conversation. And there's, in my experience, there's a pretty good chance that they will uh, come back to you. For example, a friend of mine interviewed at Google uh, last year and they made him an offer. And he decided to not take the offer, but they went out of their way to say, hey, this offer is good for, I think they said a year. They said at any point in the next year, you can just accept the offer and start. Hmm. So it's out there it can happen.
0: But they're basically always hiring an infinite number of developers.
1: Yes. yes. Comparing this company to Google may not be the yeah, most that, accurate.
0: Google's on the list of companies you can't compare yourself to also. <laughs> if it's a smaller company, odds are they're hiring and then they will stop hiring once they achieve once they fill some position. Yeah. So that might not work. Why? So I'm curious why if they end up getting the offer and it's legitimately better and they want to work there why shouldn't they take it?
1: Oh, I, uh, sorry if I, if I suggested that, I I didn't mean to, I think in that case, take it. Go for it. Okay. Like if, if everything is aligned, you want to work there, you're excited by the, by the job. It's, you know, it meets your requirements of working from home. It's good money. Why not go for it?
0: Yeah. To me, it feels like there, there's a hidden third requirement where, uh, they, they, they describe the remote work company as cool. And so they want to work from home. They want more money. And then they secretly also want to work somewhere cool. And they got yeah. the work from home part. They got the more money part. But um, maybe they feel like the place they work isn't as cool. Maybe it's like enterprise boring yeah, yeah. software or just a culture. I don't know. Maybe Maybe the remote work is at a more well-known company that has like cache in the developer community and
1: maybe we're reading into that word a little too much maybe he literally needs a colder ambient temperature for wombat environment
0: yeah actually that's true (laughs) and yeah so in that case it's like uh that's a benefit where you have to take some of your salary right now and invest it in refrigeration technology (laughs) and that could be freed up by working (laughs) at a colder place and they are from brazil (laughs) Parts of Brazil get cold, but But I've lived there for a while. It's pretty hot. And it did not get cold where I lived. (laughs) So if you are concerned about the cool thing, I would say um, cool can be won and lost pretty quickly. And it also is not a replacement for like a valuable, solid, legit business. Mm -hmm. Um, There are plenty of cool businesses that with like their cool sunglasses on, crash and burn and go out of business and ruin people's <laughs> lives. <laughs> and then there are lots of boring businesses oh. that make money and allow their employees to have productive, happy lives.
1: Also, there's a lot of different dimensions of cool. Like, oh, yeah. is it a cool product yeah. or is it a cool environment or is it cool Well, co-workers? just look at
0: haircuts. Like undercuts are cool now and mullets were cool 20 years ago. And <laughs> that's way different.
1: <laughs> um, so it's, so it, can be, it can be kind of a fickle. Thing.
0: yeah well that's partially joking but partially not <laughs> tech tech cool is very fickle and and there's as much fashion in that as there is in any other kind of cool
1: when exactly were mullets cool
0: well i had a mullet in the late 80s early 90s so that's when they were cool so I by believe.
1: definition they were cool yeah. whenever you had it
0: <laughs> yeah no they were cool in the 80s there actually there's been a slight mullet comeback and then i think it's faded away a little bit too but oh, okay Uh, If you want to talk more about men's hairstyle, I'm happy to do that on a different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Soft hair engineering. Um, (laughs) We're taking sponsors
1: for that one right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that one. Yeah, we're aiming at like L'Oreal and other big shampoo companies. Um, There are things that you could potentially do to make your company cooler also. I know one thing that I always thought was cool is if a company had a developer blog. And I was wanting to work at a company that had that was like known to developers, mm-hmm. and not every company is targeting developers as their customer base. GitHub needs a developer blog because right. developers are their customers, but also GitHub wants to hire developers. So there's there's multiple motivations for a, appearing cool to developers, and if you can. If you can make the case that it'll help with hiring, then you can you can invest some time into writing a developer blog or doing whatever cool thing that, that you think will make your company cooler. Mm-hmm. If if there's a way to make it pay back for the company, then that's something you could also uh, encourage them
1: to do. So you can invest in the cool.
0: So why not make your company cool without leaving? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Maybe the cool is inside you all along. Yeah. <laughs> it just
1: needs to be unleashed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the answer was cool. All right. Yeah, that's that's all I have. Anything else, Dave? No, I think the question has been answered. Question answered. Good luck. Yeah,
1: good luck finding a wombat-friendly workplace. Yeah. And making all your wildest dreams come true. Yeah. Okay, should I read the next question? Please do. Okay, this comes from an anonymous listener, and he wrote, he or she wrote, I recently left a pretty good agency job to take on a technical leadership role in a very young startup publishing company. The work started off interesting with the promise of getting to build my team, but a few months in, it feels like upper management may be content with an engineering team of one. Parenthetical note, me. Which means that I'm a, quote, manager of zero engineers and stuck as the only technical member of the team. Do you have any advice on how to approach this with my boss and at what point it seems reasonable to take the time-honored soft skills engineering advice of quit your job and get a new one? I feel bad abandoning the startup, especially since I'm the only technical team member, but I also feel like I was bait and switched when they recruited me.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Well. But at least you're a manager. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: <laughs> you got the manager put it title. On, <laughs> put it
0: on your LinkedIn <laughs> profile.
1: <laughs> so my question is, I wonder if the reason they haven't hired a team for you is because you are just so incredibly productive that they were like, we thought we would need a whole team of engineers, but our new manager is doing all the work himself. This is great.
0: (laughs) We found them, the mythical 10X developer. (laughs) (laughs) Observe in their natural habitat. (laughs)
1: Who needs a team of 10 when you have a 10Xer?
0: Yeah, so this sounds weird to me senior manager or upper management sounds like multiple people to me and it's weird that there's a multiple people upper management team and a one person (laughs) engineering (laughs) team well it It,
1: might might not be that weird it's a publishing company so it might not be a technology product development company
0: yeah that's what i was going to ask is is it a tech focused company or are you supporting like physical infrastructure or something like that also, they just might not have any money. <laughs> if things aren't going as well as they wanted to, then yeah. maybe their growth plans are not coming to pass. Maybe you have
1: stumbled upon the truth of this company. Yeah. <laughs> the, the reason they didn't hire is they actually wished they hadn't hired you because they can barely make payroll.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's. I think it's completely fair to tell them, hey, you hired me to manage. I'm so good at that. And I am not doing it, and my skills are going to waste. Like when, yeah. when can we build the team?
1: I think you're underutilizing me. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. You're you're paying for value that you are not getting out of me. This, despite the fact mm-hmm. that I'm the mythical 10x developer, I am <laughs> a 100x manager. Yeah, wait wait until you see me manage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these Gantt charts will make you weep. They'll be so beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, I think just point blank asking them about it doesn't seem weird to me.
1: Yeah, that's a conversation I would for sure have. Mm -hmm. Try not to make it come across as adversarial or combative. Um, But I mean, I, I think this is coming from a genuine place of curiosity for you. And I would try to couch it that way. Like, hey, I'm curious. We talked about building a team when I started. That doesn't seem to be happening. What's going on?
0: Yeah. Especially cause they explicitly recruited you into this role. If it, it, it happens pretty often that roles change from what uh, the company thinks they need when they're hiring or what oh, yeah. they say they need, especially for but a startup. Y- yeah. Yeah. Especially at small startups. But I feel like there's an expectation that like, it should still be something you like to do. And if you get hired to do software development and then you move into like printer cartridge replacement and you just hate it <laughs> then I, I don't know you don't have to stay working there just because they hired you that's
1: I would sit down with them and say look from one manager to
0: another and then just, <laughs> and then just start laughing <laughs> <laughs> oh here's what you do okay you you talk about all the things that your team needs because you're you're hired to like build and manage the team and uh, it'll sound sound less whiny when you're just saying like it's hard for me. You can say my team is really struggling because they <laughs> they are underutilized and also <laughs> also they, they don't, don't have a ball pit. And <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: my team is suffering think, from an existential crisis. <laughs> I like that. So we we touched on budget a few minutes ago, and um, when you're building a team, it's there's a huge component to the hiring process that includes budget and having helped participate in that pro- in that process at my last company for several years, I know that there was approval that had to be granted before we could open um, requisitions and start hiring engineers. And it was like, it was a negotiation process between engineering and finance to say how many heads, that's the accounting term, how many heads can we hire this year? Um, and we, we were kept to that. And if we tried to hire beyond that, they would just not approve the offers. So, There's a budget question that needs to be answered here, and maybe you could just approach it um, from that perspective and say, hey, what's my hiring budget for the year? How many heads can I hire? And then start the process yourself. Maybe they're waiting for you to do that, um, and you just haven't done it yet because you were hoping that they would initiate the process.
0: (laughs) I thought you were going to (laughs) hire. Yeah, that sounds like the... I don't know what are what what are they doing then if they're just like waiting for stuff to happen? Sounds like they're probably building stuff, right? I mean, they're like yeah. doing the whole
1: engineering department.
0: No, no, no. I mean, what's the executive? Oh, what's oh. what's the executive yeah. team doing if they're just like sitting there twiddling their thumbs? Like, man, we could it's really like a use a game of chicken. Yeah, <laughs> we like, could really use a product blink first to say, <laughs> hey, we need to hire people.
1: Maybe they just all really hate hiring.
0: <laughs> also, it could be. um, it might not be budget issues. It might be that they just feel like progress is going fast enough that they don't have a giant list. I'm saying this and it sounds weird because I've never seen this (laughs) in real life. I was like, what? Maybe maybe they just don't (laughs) have stuff they want done (laughs) maybe they're fine with how the technical stuff works and with the progress and it's going okay for them
1: the conversations that i've had about hiring with management in the past have gone something like this i show management this gigantic backlog of product features that they want to have developed and then i say with our current heads that's again the accounting term and i kind of throw up in my mouth every time i say that Um, with our current heads you'll get this done by x date And then I say, if you let me hire three engineers, we can get this done three months earlier. You know? Yeah. That may be a conversation you need to have. Yeah. You should also think about the future. Like, is this business going to expand and have a greater engineering need in the future? And if you have a fully ramped engineering staff ready to go when that growth phase hits, then you'll be in a much better shape to ride the wave instead of getting drowned by the wave.
0: Yeah. I was going to mention the old mythical man month when you brought up the hire three engineers get stuff done three months faster thing because that's Mm a fred brooks wrote a famous uh book called the mythical man month in which he coined the analogy that um you can one woman can have a baby in nine months and nine women cannot have a baby in one month Mm -hmm. and often that means you can't just like add more people to a project to make it go faster right away it i think it it takes a while for those people to spin up so even if you don't have a ton of over an overwhelming amount of work right now if, if you see more work coming ahead of you you really need to invest in that to give those people time to become productive
1: yeah well anything else you want to say
0: it seems like talking to them is is completely appropriate in the situation and if they're not going to use your skills and they're not growing and that's where your skills are useful and where you're mm-hmm. happiest then i think it's fine to leave
1: yeah, totally. I wouldn't, do not worry about leaving them in a lurch. If they got you into the company on us on one premise and that premise is no longer true, then it's on them and it's not your problem at all to walk away. And they, I don't think they'll take it personally. Yep. I mean, they might.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they won't be that competent in like hunting you down and punishing you because <laughs> they don't sound that competent anyways. So
1: <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, but this the fact that you don't know why you're not hiring is, to me, a red flag. That there's a conversation that needs to happen. And try to, try to root cause how this situation came to be. And maybe someone gave you this information during the interview process who actually didn't know. Or maybe they just had bad information that changed the day after your, your interview.
0: Yeah. But I think you should figure it out. Yep. I agree. All right. Question answered. Question answered. Dave, where can people go if they want to hear more from us? You should
1: visit the World Wide Web, which is a uh, cluster of connected devices that serve hypertext uh, with a transfer protocol, usually version 1.1. 1. 1. And you should get the page at softskills.audio. Um, that's, that is how you should do it. I think you skip DNS. How oh, are they going to know
0: how to do it? If you don't explain oh. DNS. Oh, I skipped
1: ARP too. Crap. Oh. oh no. Oh man. Forget it. I think there's yeah. a Julia Evans zine that can explain that whole process.
0: <laughs> that's true. I would love to see one on like gopher. Cause I just hear about it and I don't understand <laughs> it as before yeah. my time. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have our website that has all our past ep- episodes, softskills.audio. We have our Twitter account, softskillseng, where we tweet out new episodes. We tweet out uh, wise things and announcements. Actually, we do have an announcement that we tweeted out on that. We are going to be at NGConf in Salt oh, Lake yeah. City. Yes, doing a live show.
1: That's right. That's, we'll do a that's live about recording.
0: a month, right?
1: Yes, it is April fifth, sixth, and seventh. We'll be there and on the sixth, recording a show in the afternoon. And if you mm-hmm. would like to join us and have your question answered, and allow us to ask follow-up questions, so it's like a Q and A and a Q and an A and a Q and an A all in one, uh, please contact <laughs> us. Send us a direct message on Twitter, or fill in our form on SoftSkills.Audio and tell us you'd like to participate. We've already had one person reach out to us from Twitter. I'm sure more people will participate about so, the yeah. live show.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have. Cool. Are tickets still on sale for ng-conf or are those? No, they
1: sold out in like 30 seconds, you know, six okay. months ago or something. So.
0: Well, if you are one of those lucky few, yes. <laughs> we'll yes. we'll post the podcast recording of it oh, too. Yeah. But if you're yeah, going to yeah. be there, we would love to meet you.
1: Yeah, come on over. Um, we'll be recording in the afternoon on Thursday. So uh, come say hello and, and come join us on the show.
0: And if you want to ask non-live questions, you can send them to the form that is on our website, uh, you can include as much or as little detail on there as you would like. You can also send them in a just a tweet or a direct message. And uh, we would we'll love to hear from you. Also, if you enjoy the show, please, please, please recommend it to people. Tweet about it. Rate us on iTunes. Rate us in whatever podcast app you use. It helps more people find the show. And, and we really enjoy growing the audience yeah. because our egos are insatiable and can never be satisfied. <laughs> they,
1: they, they are both insatiable <laughs> and unsatisfiable
0: yes yeah <laughs> yeah just actually my mine, number mine's go
1: insatiable and jameson's is not satisfiable
0: yeah in like the computer science unsatisfiable way or oh i don't know what that is <laughs> oh well that's a different podcast <laughs> um
1: <laughs> yeah tell tell your friends about it and uh stroke jameson's ego
0: yep all right thank you for listening Thanks. we'll catch you next week